Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we have a very special guest. Anaya Lovenote is in the building. You guys may know her from her music because she is a recording artist, hailing all the way from Texas. Yes, which is which is different because when you think Texas, you think Beyonce. Yes, you know, but she ain't the only one coming out of Texas. Not at all. Not at all. Before we get into all the the behind the scenes of what made Anaya love note, um, let's talk about what you're gonna have me eating today. 
Oh, honey. Okay, so I call it mama's cooking. Okay, because that's that's where I got it from, my mama. Okay. And you're not can't be taking credit. So we gonna make mama's nachos today. Mm-hmm. We got the preference meat that you chose. Which Ground turkey. I love it because mm-hmm. I've been working really hard to be more healthy anyways. Okay. I love that you really chose that. It's like really? You, yes. I'm allergic to red meat. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, so I like guess... Like, you've never had anything with red meat in it? No, I did. I abused it for years, and then oh I finally God. said, I got to listen to the doctors. <laughs> so I went, like, 10 years allergically eating red meat and getting sick, and then I finally said, Co grow up. See? Well, give you, it up. Because red meat's already unhealthy as it is, and you're mm-hmm. allergic to it, so that's, like, 10 times yeah. worse. It's 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 actually harder for the body to digest. Seriously? Yeah, Cause, so... Because you're allergic. Well, it could be that or, but it's funny because I was, I switched to pork and chicken. I was like, pork's white meat. Mm-hmm. But recently I realized I'm now allergic to pork. So I'm, I'm heartbroken. So there's no more ribs no. in my future. Um, and you know, the older you <laughs> no get, more the more bacon. you respect like your body, your body's needs and commands. So now, no, no it, more red meat. It definitely does start speaking up as you get older. Mm-hmm. And we got the meat right here. We got the Valveda cheese block. This is my favorite mild I chose mild because it definitely gave like a little spice to it instead mm-hmm. of it just being like a regular flavor that's like a the chili salsa okay yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then of course the Texas chips and then we'll get to the seasonings when we start and then I see almond milk too yes I drink nothing but almond milk one because I am lactose intolerant okay so but wait is velvet Vita cheese not yeah cheap? I'm like you I just eat <laughs> <laughs> I love that even though I'm not okay, supposed okay, to okay you ain't supposed to okay okay whoever's riding back at the club like, with her I, be, we won't you know, you know, look I did good by doing the almond milk yeah like, yeah yeah but, but you know what this can't be real cheese because it was sitting on a shelf. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because, you know, real cheese with real it milk has to, has to be refrigerated. Yeah, yeah. so this can't so, be real. So, you know, I might, I might get on the hook with this. Okay, okay, okay. I will say um, the price tag on this dish came out to like 30 bucks or 20 bucks or something like that, um, which would be considered pricier. But technically, it's not because of the serving size. Mm-hmm. So, well budgeted. Kudos to your mama. So um, before you, well, I guess while you're getting cooking, I want to know what was going on during the time of the mama's nachos. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, um, should I start cooking now? Yeah, you can start getting in the kitchen. So honestly, um, my foster mom, she's actually my foster mother. Mm -hmm. And when I was in middle school, because she got me when I was 14 years old, Mm -hmm. by the time I got to her home. I just could eat through anything. I just would eat, 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 eat. You're and so she, tiny. Like, that's what she would say. And I'd be like, Mom, like, I'm not gaining any weight. And she started making these nachos. And I just would, it's so crazy. They would call me like the human disposal mm-hmm. in the house. So I would eat like my nachos. If my sister didn't finish her nachos, I'd eat her nachos. Mm-hmm. I'd eat the pot nachos. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love these nachos so much to the point where by time I had to have like a actual um, cooking schedule in the house because everybody had to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. I had this down pack. My mom wouldn't even let me cook it no more. Oh, wow. I would so, just eat it all the time. What's interesting, a lot of our listeners don't know this. Um, 
not trying to chime into your story, but trying to chime in. Yes. Your mom, I think, was the first person to hit me on the DMs. So that was actually my biological That's mother. That's your... Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So my foster mother is the one that lives in Texas. Okay. And then my biological mother, she lives in St. Louis. And so my bi- biological mother, she helps me out with my career sometimes because she is also a female artist herself. Oh, so okay. kind of where I got it from. Wow. So you do have a good relationship with your biological. Mm-hmm. I have a good relationship with both of them. And and there's no beef between the two moms? Um, At first, when I was younger, it kind of was because my mom, when I first found my mom, I found my mom on um, MySpace. That's actually how I found my mother. You're biological. Mm-hmm. I found my mom on uh, MySpace. And I remember like in um, high school, I was a freshman and I got on MySpace and I just DM'd all of her friends because she took too long to see my message. So I went on there and I was like, hey, I'm her daughter. I've been looking for her. Can you please tell her to call How'd me? How do you know that she was your mom? Because I've had her when I was, I mean, not I've had her. She had me before I got taken. So okay. I knew my family before I was placed in care. So I found her on MySpace. And when I did find my mom and I finally got in contact with her, technically it was illegal because the state didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And I was still in care at the, at the time. So I had to have a judge actually okay it to me to talk to my mother at the time. And um, when she finally found her, she didn't really like my foster mother that much were you reaching out to your mom because you missed her or were you reaching out to to were you beefing with the foster mom um i reached out to her because i missed her i always wanted to know my family i actually got taken at five years old uh-huh. so i didn't have my mom my dad no cousins no aunties just like foster homes shelters group homes foster home shelters group homes all the way till i was like 18 do you know why you were taken uh yes i do are you are you able to say without making Family members. Oh so. yeah. Okay. Um. So when I was younger, I don't. You know, I don't drink alcohol for a reason. Um. I come from a background of alcoholics in a way. Um. My grandmother, she was an alcoholic, and my great grandmother was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and so I would see what that would do to people when they would drink alcohol. And for me, as a young kid, I would get whoopings a lot. Mm-hmm. And I went to school one day, and I the teacher saw a bruise on my back, and she asked me, she was like, um, are you getting whoopings? Are you getting beatings at home? And she put it in the same sentence. And at the time, I was had to be like four, going on five at the time. Um, I was like, yes, but, you know, please don't tell anyone. Yeah. But when I hear the word whoopings as a kid and then you put beaten with it it just sounds the same in a way so um that same day cps actually came to my house and took us away wow so they took all of you guys you had siblings mm-hmm. all of us me and my two sisters wow and i it kind of was like um like my grandmother kind of blamed me for us being placed in care but I have definitely you come were to so a, young. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely come to a, a conclusion now that I'm older. Like oh, it had, you know, it was yeah. it wasn't me. But back then, it was just like, dang, like, what did I do? Yeah, I uh, I grew up in upstate New York, and I grew up in child abuse, definitely child abuse for sure, beatings, whoopings, and all of the above. But the 
the teachers and everybody, they were called CPS. And CPS started getting a bad rep of me and my siblings because it was like, y'all ain't saving us at all. Right. And and it's it's crazy to hear that in your story they like snatched y'all up so fast. They take kids very quickly, like babies mm-hmm. instantly go. Uh-huh. When it's teenagers, they don't come to um, a, a quick hurry. That makes sense. So like I was four going on five, my little sister Brianna, she was like two going on three, and my oldest sister Latrice, she was about six years old. Mm-hmm. And so all of us was just we were wow. babies. And we all been away from our family since then. So when I did find my my mom, it was just feel it just felt like I found a part of me mm-hmm. that I had not had for like my whole life. Wow. So you were gone for what over t- almost ten years away mm-hmm. from her before you found her. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And then I found my little brother on Facebook. I found my little sister on Facebook. I've always had my oldest sister. And then the other two, um, I actually got to get in contact with them once I talked to my mom. Wow. What was your mom's initial reaction when she heard from you? She was so excited. She actually cried. She was like, I've been looking for you my whole life. Like, I'm so excited. How old are you, How old are you now? Like, just like typical questions mm-hmm. that a mom would ask. I think when I was younger, I was more closer to my mom. Mm-hmm. And then my sister, she was closer to my grandparents. So when I found my mom, it was more like I was excited because I found my mom. Mm-hmm. My older sister, she wasn't really like around for it. So was she does do all your siblings have a good relationship with your mom now? Um, it's you know we all are I'm still. Ooh, killer. It's okay. I'm refilling your cup too. <laughs> we all have a great relationship with my our mom now, but because now that we're adults, mm-hmm. we're going into that phase where it's like we're adults now, getting advice and stuff. Sometimes is mm-hmm. like, no, no, thank you, because yeah. I kind of know myself now at this point. But um, for me, again, I've always been closest to my mom, so okay. I'm still like mama's baby mm-hmm. still to this day. And, but I think that's just because I share more in common with my mom than the rest of my siblings. Because in the music. Mm-hmm. Now, does your mom rap? Yes. She's a female rapper. She says she be singing, but mama, you can't sing. Oh, she like Drake. I love you. It's like, <laughs> I can't stand when Drake sings. I love Drake's <laughs> rap, but please, God, please, right. for the love of like, God, and <laughs> singing, Drake. Sometimes, Drake, sometimes you hit it with the note, and then sometimes I'm like, you could have just rapped that. Dude, anytime you know when he does his records like split, I'm I don't even I won't even entertain the, the singing version. I actually used to love his um when he redid JoJo Marvin's Room, and he was trying to sing that one. Uh-huh. It actually came out really great compared to what I thought it would at yeah. his singing days when he left Degrassi. Okay, I never watched him on Degrassi. Me either. The I only- didn't know him to after. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drake. I didn't know you tapped the Degrassi. Do you know Drake? I actually got to meet Drake. So Too Short introduced me to Drake, and we were at Poppy's, and Drake goes, this is my idol right here. If he say clear everybody out, everybody got to get out. I don't care. I'm clearing out this whole club. Whatever this man say is whatever goes. And he I said was that like, about Too Short? Too Short. Too okay. Short is his idol, the man he looks up to his what? whole life. 
That's what Drake said. What? Yes, and the way that I too short. Yes, I'm not knocking on too short, but Drake really. But you know the way that I met him for me to be an artist was amazing because I could have met him any other way, mm-hmm. and but to be introduced to him by his idol as an artist, oh, wow. it was like wow, that's a lot of respect. Yeah. Instead of meeting him like in a club, like hey, yeah, Drake. yeah. So I thought that was like pretty dope. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah. What okay. I would give to meet Drake. Hmm. I love Drake. I, I think love the only Drake. way I'm gonna see him again is if I go to one of his concerts while the bras is getting tossed on stage. Oh, hilarious. You know, you know I'm, I'm gonna have to catch one of them because I heard he giving out Birkin bags too. Really? At his show? He just posted it. He giving out pink Birkin bags at his show. Drake, I look, save one of them Birkin bags. Just put it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. So from the okay, so you start making this dish with your foster. My foster mom. Your foster mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she had other foster children, but she just, she didn't house any of your siblings. She ended up taking my oldest sister in. Um, my oldest sister ends up being in foster care with one of her um, family members at the time. And I was like, mom, please, like. Please, please, please take my sister. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be by myself. Yeah. And I was 14 by the time she got us. And then my sister was like 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And foster homes don't take teenagers. And it wasn't a lot of foster homes that my sister could go to the more she got older. Mm-hmm. So she ended up taking my older sister in so she could be with me. And then when I found my little sister, she ended up allowing my little sister to come and stay oh, with her okay, as well. Okay. So I actually got to have my my siblings after high school okay and it's interesting because you call her mom yes was that a hard hurdle for you because you said you didn't get to her till what 14 right yeah so when i got there i used to we would call her by her name which would be mama ray Mm -hmm. and then eventually it just became mom Mm -hmm. i was with her all the way till i was grown and still to this day like that's mom I would call her and, Ma, I need advice with this, or Mom, I need help with this. And that's that's my go-to. It's my mom. Wow, okay. Okay, that's 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 cool. That's cool. But I do the same thing to my biological mom, too, so I don't know. Do you let them know that you get opinions from each other? Yeah. Like and they they're know totally e- cool. Yeah, they know each other. They're okay. Like, now they're cool with each other. You know, they. my mom will ask about Mama Ray a lot, and Mama Ray will ask about my mom. Okay. So it's more like our, our, our girls. Okay, okay. Like that now. I like that. And then as far as the addiction on this on in your family, has it, like, subsided or? Yeah, honestly, I just... Um, found my biological family I got to meet my aunts my cousins Mm. and they gave me so much insight on my background and where I come from and a lot of things that our family struggled which was like alcohol abuse at Mm. the time so a lot of my family member isn't alive to Mm. be honest with you but me I've never had a drop of alcohol a day in my life good and you're gonna keep it that way yes I am yeah yeah I just got I I, my my husband is a alcohol alcoholic in recovery or mm-hmm. what have you and i'm i'm just now like it took me like it's so hard for me to understand the concept of it because for me it's not the most logical concept mm-hmm. i'm like wait so you're gonna just drink, drink and yeah you're you know like logically it doesn't make sense but now i'm starting to understand like ad- addiction is because it feels real to them mm-hmm. it's like i love this or i like this mm-hmm. and i 
you know, I get sick without it or what right. have you. It's a dangerous situation because if, if they can't identify that they have an issue, mm-hmm. it definitely can turn into a generational situation. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I was the one who identified the issue in my family wow. and decided to change the generational. So thing. they weren't like living in denial. Mm-mm. So like my sister, my older sister, she doesn't drink. I don't drink. My little sister, she doesn't drink. My mom, awesome. she doesn't drink. Wow. We all decided we was just not gonna. Oh, your mom didn't drink? Mm-mm. She never drank? She did when she was like younger, oh. but she doesn't drink at all like now. So, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So let's get past this little bump and get on to the next chapter. What was the next milestone from Nachos heading towards your career? Um, honestly, I just always knew I was going to be something or someone. And I would tell my foster mom all the time, I just need to leave home. Mm-hmm. Like, I just would like to leave home. I know if I leave, then I'm going to make it. And at the time, I could not keep a job. Mm-hmm. Every job that I had, I just kept losing. Like, I just could not hold down a nine-to-five job at all. Um, school, I wasn't doing that great in school either. And I just felt like this is not for me. Like, I, I have to leave Austin. There's nothing in here for me. And after I lost my job at Foot like at um, City Trends, My mom picked me up and I had got the opportunity to actually go to Atlanta. And I told her, I said, I looked her in the car. We were sitting in the car and I looked her in the face and I said, mom, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. And she said, where are you going? I said to Atlanta. And I said, I just need you to trust that this decision is going to be great. And when I just know, like, if I leave mama, I'm going to make it. And she's like, I just want you to be happy and stable and whatever you choose to do, you know, I'm going to support you. And I never looked back since. I haven't been back home in 10 years. And what age were you? I left when I was 21. 21. And but knowing you were 21, you knew exactly you were going to go into music. Mm -hmm. But my mom, my biological mom was big on me finishing school. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get an education before I decided that this is going to be whatever I do. Mm -hmm. And it worked out for me. So you went to college or? So I started off in college and mm-hmm. after I did my first year, I got the opportunity to up and move to Atlanta. Okay. Okay, wait. So this is. This is my mess up, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm like, is this onion powder? No, no. That's all purpose seasoning, I think. This is all purpose look, seasoning? Look, I did the shopping for the show, but I was. Oh, nah. I don't. <laughs> I love how you called it out. Like, what is this? Wait a minute. This Before was, my dish starts tasting a little funny. Okay, okay. Sorry, my bad. We gonna we gonna That's stick hilarious. this right here. The Tony Creos. Okay. Yeah, we gonna we gonna have to manipulate look, man, this the, situation. The lady at Walmart was like, "Look, this See? is technically all purpose." I said, no. "Okay, all purpose comes in like the little red." bottle i know but they didn't have any more of that bottle so she was like this will do and i said okay and then here you are anaya calling me out like what is this (laughs) what is this what are those um she i you know i should have i kind of want to try it just try it i'm kind of trying we're gonna try my my mom editing the the secret ingredients okay we'll put all purpose in the cookbook though (laughs) with the red lid with the red lid gotta get that one Okay, so you put onion powder, garlic powder, all-purpose seasoning, Tony's Creole, and um, 
And then I just mix it all in there. And then you are mixing it. Okay, okay. So my mom, she always say the best way to get all the seasoning off the plate is to use your hands and the meat. So as you can see, there is no seasoning on this plate, which is there is what I want to go for. But now I, I already know we're going to end up going to co uh, commercial. So you're going to have to wash your hands after this. Exactly. <laughs> but, um... Dang, you're distracting. My hands I'm sorry, are clean, oh. by the way. I washed them before <laughs> I did this. Um, so, I'm sorry. We got so off track. Where did we leave off? Where did we leave? Oh, you. Oh, I wanted to know. When you said you had an opportunity in Atlanta, mm -hmm. what opportunity were you referring to? So, I met this artist, and he needed a PR at the time. Now, funny thing is, I didn't know anything about PR. I just knew it was an opportunity for me to leave home. How did he find you? Um, so, we have South by Southwest in Austin, mm -hmm. and then he came down as an artist to perform for South by. Mm -hmm. And... Um, when we met, I was telling him like, oh, yeah, I do this. I do that. He's like, well, you know, I'm looking for a PR. And I was just going to use this. Look, you got your little hands on everything. Everything. It's a little messy. Here, here we go. Um, He was like, you know, I need a PR. So, mm -hmm. you know, you should come work for me. You can stay with me, blah, blah, blah. Let me just say this. That was the worst decision I had ever met. I had ever did in my life due to the circumstances of it, but I still don't change the fact that I used yeah. that as a way to get where I was going. So why did he assume that you did PR? Because I was working at the time for South by Southwest. So mm -hmm. I had like the little like badges and stuff, and stuff on there. And I was working in the studio for other artists at the time as well. So he was like, oh, just be my PR. And I was like, Okay. okay. Does it come with a check? Yeah, like it just okay, and, and, I'll take it. And so did he, did he like give you money up front or did, actually what was no? The... So I end up moving to Atlanta only for him to try to prostitute me. And what? Yeah. So I moved to Atlanta. He ends up taking a deal in Miami and moving to Miami, but he tricked me and had his friend there, which was like his brother. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Well, you guys are gonna take over my apartment," and I was like what like what do you mean i'm gonna take over your apartment you just told me you I, what's going on here yeah so he's like well you guys are gonna split it half and half you need to get a job you know he was like you need to go apply at the strip clubs and all this other stuff and he had this one girl at the strip clubs yep he wanted me to work <laughs> at the strip club he had this one shorty that lived with him named barbie and she was already a stripper at the time so I was like, oh, no. She nah. lived there? Or yeah, she, she lived, lived there. That was so her So you show man. up and there's a, a brother. Uh, oh, and that was her dude. Yeah. And then. But I didn't know. So he was, was he like a pimp type dude? I found out that he was pimping and when I got there. Oh, okay, okay. Before that, I oh, didn't know. Shoot. Did you call mama? 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 Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So I called, I did, I let my mom know, but I didn't let her know. How bad it was. Yeah, yeah of course. because I did not want her freaking out. And then sending you right back. Exactly, and she's going to be like, well, I don't think, you know, yeah. I didn't want none of that. So what I end up doing is I end up getting a job at Wet Willie's, which was a... Um, it was a waitressing um, restaurant, yeah. whatever. And 
he put me on this site called Backpage, and okay. I was. I think I, I think I know what that is. It's a well. I do know what it is. It's like where you book, yeah, yeah, girls, prostitutes, right? Yeah. I didn't even know what that was at the time. I'm my phone is ringing. And oh, he plays the ad and yeah, everything of me oh, on tripping. there, and I, my phone is going off, and all these men are like, "Hey, how much do you offer?" I saw your ad, and I'm like, "What ad are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about." I'm in the Uber on my way to work, and the Uber driver tells me you're on Backpage, and I'm like. How, what? How did how did he? Because I'm on the phone explaining oh, yeah. it to my friend, and I'm like, I don't understand what this is. Like, it, it says on the back page, and I asked one of the guys who DM'd me, and was like, Oh, um, where did you find this ad? He was like, You're on back page, and I was like, What is that? And so he kindly enough. Before he blocked my number, he kindly mm. enough told me what it was. I looked it up. There was several pictures of me on there with mm. my address, where I was staying, with my phone number on there, where I worked at. Everything on there was like in detail. Of, I, I, it was like a real dangerous you, situation. Yeah. But when I read it, you could tell that Barbie is the one who wrote it out oh, for okay, him. Okay. So I was like, you know what? When I see her, it's on site. Because mm-hmm. I really tried to be your friend. Yeah. And you tried to so she, me. It sounds, well, it sounds like she also tried to get you hurt because I don't, I can't imagine it being, I don't know if Backpage lists addresses and I don't know how it works, but that would be a safety problem. I, as soon as I saw it, I broke down because I just could, I just couldn't stop thinking I'm new here. Yeah. I'm, I'm freshly new. It's only my first week in Atlanta. What if something happens to me? Like there's so many pictures of me on here. He has the address, my phone number. So long story short, things didn't work out for him. Did you end up fighting her? Oh, no. She left. Good. I'm glad you didn't fight her. She left and went to Miami. Oh, she went back to him. Yeah. They moved to Miami. Crazy girl. At the time. So, um, still to this day, I sometimes tell myself, girl, you know, you're lucky I'm a changed woman. <laughs> yeah. But the way that God worked in my favor, mm-hmm. I ended up meeting this girl named Kashina. Mm-hmm. And she trained me at work. And then I went to Target the same day, and I met this guy named Corey, and I'm in Target, and I just got this man laughing, cracking up about hot sauce. The fact that Target don't sell Louisiana hot sauce. And when he gets home, um, I guess he told his wife about me, and I get to work, Kashina's like, you know, you should come over one day, da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, sure. When the guy put me out and I had nowhere to go, I called Kashina and she told me to come over. Come to find out the man that I met in Target was her husband. Oh, my God. You met them both, like, at different times. Yeah, at the different times. But I just didn't know that they were together. So when I got there, Corey comes in the room. He's like... He's like, Kashina, remember the girl that I told you you just had to met? Like, you just would love her. You just need to meet her. Like, y'all be such great friends. That's her. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, it's so crazy because Kashina came home and was telling Corey, I just met this girl. She's new at work. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to bring. Sorry, there's like... Meeting me in my hair. Oh man, this is bad. You ain't really cooking if you don't get meat in your hair. It's never been happened in history. All right, go on. See, she goes, Corey, this Mm. is the girl that I was telling you about um, at work. And I was like, wait, you told him about me and he told you about me? He was like, yes. Wow. And I was like, wow. And they were very big in church at the time. So they both was like, this is God's doing. Yeah, yeah. Because there's just no way. Yeah. Ever since then, they allowed me to stay there with them. and I had somewhere to stay. I got a job. 
got into my own place. And it had it not been for them, I probably would have had to go back home. Shout outs to them. It's like so nice. Wow. Wow. Hello. So She's after cool. they took you in mm -hmm. and you found your own place, what was the next step to the Naya? The next step was I had joined a promo team in Atlanta, and that's kind of how I got myself out there, going to all the right parties. I always pulled up by myself, so I guess it kind of made people wonder who I was, because mm -hmm. the way I would pull up and I'd just be so to myself. Always in VIP, I had a strict plan. Like, I was gonna be wherever I needed to be at the time. I literally mapped down, okay, I'm gonna join a promo team. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Now I'm part of the promo team. When you say a promo team, what does that mean? So back then, like, in 2015, Atlanta was really big with promo teams. So, like, one promoter would have, like, 10 people in one group meet, and mm -hmm. they would all promote one party. Mm -hmm. And then within that promo par uh, group, there'd be, like, another promoter who had another 10 people to his group. Yeah. And then it'd be, like, 30 people promoting one party. So yeah. now this party has gone viral. So... I I don't know if you heard of Country Wayne. He had he yes, has a book, I and I and I read. Well, of course, we. Well, I don't even know why I said that, but Country Wayne. Yeah, he has a book, and I read in his book that um, one of his starts was promoting clubs. Yeah, and and then he would have like a girl squad or some yep. something. Mm -hmm. Is that how yep. what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. They would literally have all girls. So each group had their own name. Mm -hmm. And one promoter would probably have like 10 girls to his group and mm -hmm. then about maybe three other guy other promoters and then that's one group. Yeah, and yeah. then this other group, same thing. And then they'll come together and all promote these one big parties. And that's how promoters was making their money. Wow. Yeah. That, I think the first time I ever heard about it was in the book. I was like, oh, that's an interesting approach. It's genius, actually, to yep. have a bunch of beautiful women promote. And for if you. they did that, and out they, here, he did name it too. They do it. At, I don't think they do it. Out no, here, they, they don't. But if they did, I just feel like things probably would be a lot more lit. Like, it definitely would. Because I remember reading it in the book, like, it's pretty ingenious to think, you know. You really can make money off of it if you learn how to do it. So you're promoting mm -hmm. and you're a promoter. What are you doing music-wise during so all this? I did. I was just one of the models for the promo team, mm -hmm. but I still was recording music. Mm -hmm. So I recorded my first um, EP, Mixed Villains, with Super J, mm -hmm. who actually was the brother of the guy who was trying to prostitute me. Oh, shoot. Yeah, because he oh, was... Oh, the a, one that was in, in the house with you. Yeah. So okay. he was an artist as well, and he knew how to record, produce, write. I didn't know how to do any of those things at the time. So he actually taught me, had it not been for Super J, I would not have had my first EP. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, I loved hip-hop. But, like, I can honestly tell all y'all, everything I recorded was straight trash. I mean, what? it just... I couldn't, I don't know, my vocals don't sound good on a beat or something, but it was terrible. So You sound like you would give me, like, a good Angie Stone. Yeah, no, no. And, and I pray to God that any recording that lines back to me never gets found. Because <laughs> all, all it is is, like, something you can literally make fun of me for the rest of my life. So, um, but no, you can't. Thank God. It was, like, during the time of CDs. Um, but, um... How did you know you were like, okay, you definitely had something? Because, I, like I said, I I was like, girl, you, you this ain't your career. I put out my first project, and mm. that was actually my test to see 
if this was something I needed to do for the rest of my life yeah. based off of the reactions that I got from that. So I would, I made it, then I would perform them and then just people would just cheer. Like every crowd that I performed my EP in front of, I always had great feedback. People would come up, oh my God, like, can I, can you perform here? Can you perform here? I really like your music. At that point, I was like, wow. Okay. This is for me. Okay. I did good. But I think I did really great my first go around because I had Super J and he was already like a pro at this. Okay. And he was a real singer. So it just made things happen even faster. Okay. So what's the next milestone? From there, it was like, um, I really wanted to just like fast forward years in advance because it really wasn't much besides me performing in Atlanta and then getting my name out there. I ended up moving to L.A., and 2018, and I never looked back after that. Now, LA, I've been to Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I had to move to another entertainment market, mm-hmm. I would definitely go Atlanta. Atlanta is definitely. But um, but Atlanta to me is like the suburbs. It's kind of like upstate New York mm-hmm. to me. It's very like suburbish to me. Uh, I don't know if that's how it is for everybody or maybe I'm not hitting the right spots in Atlanta, but it definitely feels like suburbs. When now you go to LA where you're talking a higher price tag, more competitive market. Mm-hmm. How was that initial adjustment uh, adjustment to LA for you? I felt like when I moved to uh, um, LA, my price and, and the value of me just went up alone just by being in LA. What made you say I'm moving? Um, I, I've always been the type of person that wanted to conquer everything. Okay. Like I would be set a certain amount of time that I'm going to be here. I always knew Atlanta was not my final destination. So I just gave myself a certain period of time that I was going to be there. And your moms were like, just sitting there watching. Yeah. Everybody wow. just watching. I'm quick to be like, you know what? I feel like I've made my mark in this city. A lot of people know me. Like I've met who I need to meet. Let me go to the next city. Now, and nobody from LA was calling. So you you came no contacts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's hear about that journey. I started actually like a nobody in L.A. Nobody knew Anaya Love No at all. Didn't know her music, nothing about me. Um, so I moved out here with a boyfriend, and I was with him for like six years. And then got out here, and I was like, I'm just going to do the same thing I did in Atlanta. Okay. And even though they didn't have a promo team, I made friends with the promoters. Mm-hmm. So that way I You're was always smart. at you, every you. party. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Okay. The, what the people, people fail to realize is it's always the background people. Like if you make friends with the, the promoters, you're always where you need to be at the right parties, at the right events. You know, that's how you network. You how meet with you the right people. How did you find the promoters in LA though? So I ended up um, going to this one club playhouse at the time and you can always know who the top promoters are because they move a different way than others so i just identified who was the top promo the promoter and when i got there i just introduced myself but how did you identify what's the difference between a top promoter and a regular promoter so a top promoter they normally stand in the front of the club Mm -hmm. because they have customers coming in so they're always right there by the VIP entrance and you'll see them like, hey, I got this girl in. They're good. They're good. They're good. Oh, they're the, that guy. That guy. Oh, okay, that guy okay, will okay. be like, no, they're good. They're good. They're with me. That's top promoter. But if you go, you're with a promoter and they standing in line, 
with you <laughs> or they standing outside still trying to get their people in and security's like no you gotta hold on you gotta oh, hold on okay. you not that man you Got not the it. man to talk to cause the man that's to talk to is the one that like oh you good security's like okay bet let them in everybody oh, else is okay. just like you I'm still waiting you still okay. waiting the promoters it's like you not that man okay okay alright so that's how I identified I pulled up to Playhouse my first time instantly VIP I make friends with DJs I'm okay. always making friends with DJs, and okay. that's how I made myself out here. So you 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 link you make your con- connect with the prom- the promoter, then you go for the DJ. Mm-hmm. You're a silent killer. Now I see I see how you you're a you're working the music business. For I real. went for the background, and not I didn't stop there. I made friends with security. Why? Because I never had to stand in line nowhere I went. Smart. Okay. You make friends with security. You pull up. The rope is automatically handed. How do you make friends with security, though? You just stand there and talk to them. Honestly, a lot of these securities be at the door. Every time I come to a club, the first thing I'm like is, hey, how you doing? You doing all right, baby? How you doing? If it's hot, I see them dabbing it. I'll go get some napkins. Here you go. I see you was hot. Like, I just brought you some. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Okay. And the thing about it is being take kind. Take people. Take notes. Just being kind. Yeah. Being, being kind to others and um, patiently not rushing them. Like, oh, I got to get in. I got to get in. Yeah, yeah. Half the time, people like, they'll be like, don't worry about it. You stand right here on the side. I got you. Yeah. And they let you right in. After that point, it's really like you up from there because... You could pull up to an event and everybody else is standing in line. But as soon as security opened a rope for you and them to them, it's like, who is that? Yeah. I got to know who she is. She got to be a somebody. Yeah. Because yeah. they just opened the rope for her. And she How walked did right you? in. Damn. You need to teach a, mu- uh, um, a music marketing class. Your sales skills are, are pretty impressive. Yeah, I think people be worried about the wrong thing half the time when they get out here. It's about, oh, I got to link with the top people. Yeah, yeah. Like the big, the big, the big dogs. Yeah. But what they fail to realize is it's the pro- the producers, the engineers, the security. Yeah. Who knows all of these big people. Yeah. Those are the ones pressing the buttons. Yeah. Everybody else is just being told what to do. Okay. Now, I see how you're handling it in person. I was also impressed by your following online. Now, everything I'm learning about following is that shit is tough. How are you able to amass your following? Honestly, I'm I'm struggling. I'm not even going to cap with you. I'm struggling because times are just changing. Mm-hmm. And the more they come out with new platforms, new, platforms new apps, the more apps start getting boring to people. You have to start finding new ways to entertain your audience because mm-hmm. it just starts getting repetitive. Like Instagram is starting to slowly like uh-huh. Instagram is slowly starting to die down. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to notice it. Um, TikTok became that thing yeah and now you have like thread and then you have like i refuse to join thread by the way oh my god you know what's so crazy i joined thread only to find out afterwards like if you get thread and you delete it it deletes your whole instagram so what that's how they got Mark zuckerberg got him that's why everybody has those like little badges in their thing it's connected to your instagram you cannot sign up for thread without hooking it to your instagram Dang. Now, I'm friends with a couple influencers, and I will say this. 
Um, one of them, Daystorm, is is a good friend of mine. I noticed that anytime a platform drops, before it even drops, he's already on it. Mm-hmm. And they're they're quick with the transitions. And if you're not an influencer, you can you you know, you get frustrated because you're like, man, I'm just trying to do business. You know, I don't need to be, you know. You know, for I guess for people trying to do business, it's like it's a way to promote your product. Like, you know how you're focused on promotions. But the way they're coming up with these platforms, it's like, come on, man. How many devices do you need to see me in 10 different ways on the same? It's all on your phone anyways. And on top of that, it's the same thing. When you really think about it, all you're doing is going live. Mm -hmm. You're posting what Mm -hmm. you're doing. How many of these platforms are really different? When you really think about it, TikTok, you go live, Facebook, you go live, you know, you post your feeds, you post your feeds on Instagram, you post your feeds on TikTok, you post your feed on thread. What difference are you getting from me? I I use a, a scheduling app for ours now, um, but I will say like it's the same content, like 14 different ways. You know, That's and, and then most the- people that have Instagram, have Facebook, they have LinkedIn, they have Twitter, they have the. It's like, all right, I can't do another app on my phone at this point. I can't. And I that's, can't. that's why you just make your content and then post it on every single one of them. Now, when it comes to Instagram, do you fall victim to like the negatives of, in- of social I media? I do. That's why I don't allow comments. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. So a certain extent, because. I feel like social media has come to a point where people are just too comfortable. With their opinions, huh? Yes. Everyone has an opinion now. It's like, why does it matter? When did it become a, a pressure thing for artists or just anybody in the entertainment business to have to have opinions? It's like, they promote you to be yourself, not to care what people think. But then it's like, oh, but you got to have a comment section for people to tell you what they think. And I just be like, well... I don't really see how it benefits me. Honestly, I don't see how letting people comment benefits me because either you're praising me or you're tearing me down. Yeah. Mentally and emotionally, I'm the person who has to deal with that. Nobody else. So I don't allow comments because you're not going to ruin my day. And because I know mentally and emotionally, I'm one of those people who are still working on not caring what people think. Yeah. It's just a lot easier if I eliminate what causes me like stress, what causes me anxiety, what makes me overthink and overthink about myself. I second guess myself. I second guess things that I'm about to post. Should I post this because of other people's opinion? And that's tiring. It's so tiring. It's draining. And I just don't care for it. Yeah. I never thought about eliminating the comments. I think that's kind of genius. I may steal that down the road. You may see me do that. I've had people um, recently go in on, I've been having a a nice lucky streak with women. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I usually interview a lot of men. So I've been very fortunate this past season to have more, a lot more women, but the comments that come from men uh, for the women on my show, I'm very much like, Probably I would consider myself the unapproachable type girl, you know, the girl, the girl where guys think uh, she may pull a gun on you if you approach her type, you know, I'm that I, girl I'm, I'm, store. I'm that girl. But if if you come for a girl on my show. 
and you say some disrespectful stuff, I don't give a rat's. You gotta booty. get it. Yeah, you're gonna. You gotta get it. I and I and I'm to the point where if someone does it, and I, I all guys need to know this about me. Like I'm about to post your DM to the you world, and like like you want you you have the balls to say it in private. Go ahead, say, say it, it in person. Say, say, say it in public. It, yeah. So, but I I block, but I will starting like the next time someone. Really gets under my skin. I'm just gonna screenshot it. Example of inappropriate, mm-hmm. and then let people have at that person. Go, exactly, because we really need to start sticking up for women way more yeah. than we do. And social media has just become one of those things where, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah. So when it comes to hip hop, who was like your initial like in love? Like who was that? first or that person in rap that was your rock so i actually started as a singer before i was rapping and so whitney houston and monica actually inspired me to even do music um rapping wise because i was also a big fan of hip-hop i was a big fan of queen latifah okay um mc light i love little kim just back then and you're into Missy like the Elliot. real, the real, the real Yes, deal. like, like the, I the love pioneers. those, okay. yes. Because they had bars and it, they were unapologetic mm-hmm. with who they were and the way that they delivered and the metaphor. And then they would change their cadence and it'd go from this to that. And, and I was just like, man. Yeah. Like, I, I would hear you. I can hear you describe, this is a nigga. And you, yeah. yeah. And But it's the way that they describe it even when little um queen latifah who you calling up i'm like like come on now that's a message within that like we need more respect and i just don't i don't really get inspired by newer audience so when i do like do my research on music i still to this day i go back and i listen to old school rap. okay okay yeah i'm like that i will say it's so funny because I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. If you walk into the studio, there's only one in the world. Everyone who has come has seen it. It's a huge Jay-Z painting mm-hmm. right in the in the the living room area of this studio. But um, it's the only one in the world. People can take pictures of it, but they can't take it. Um, I'm going to see you. Again. But... Um, but I remember, uh, you know, I'm a fan of like Lauren Hill and Foxy yes. Brown and Lil' Kim and all those guys. But I remember a million. I don't know if you remember her. I mean, I, I really wish we could find her and bring her back. But Amelia was like the first woman where I was like, yo, her voice sounds kind of nice on a beat. She had a flow. Mm-hmm. She had a flow that when you heard it, you knew it was her. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we don't have today. Yeah. But I will say this, knowing what I know about the industry, it's kind of sucks the business side because for whatever reason, you see an artist that talented and then he disappear. You're like, what happened? You know, the industry, some some red tape blocked her or something. Every time. I think a lot of um, artists that I feel should have been bigger in the industry. Yeah. They weren't because they weren't down to do what the industry wanted them to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then for women, um, I, I personally have some friends that. I mean, they could give Mariah a run for their money. Okay. I got this girl. Shout out to Denise. If you ever need a really amazing singer. Um, But she just couldn't deal with like just the pressure from men and producers trying to have sex all the time. It just got tiring. And it was like this beautiful young girl. Sing her ass off. But it's like, yo, how many years do you want to go through being treated like that? It's very discouraging. It's so discouraging. 
it really just makes you look at yourself like, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Am I talented enough? Yeah. And it's like, can I really sing? Can yeah. I really rap? Because if I could, why do you only see me that way? Why don't you see the music? Why don't you see the talent? Why can't you hear me? Versus, damn, you fine. Let me take you out to the... It's like, hear my voice. Yeah. I think for... It's funny because I did do the shopping on the show and I was in Walmart. Weird ass story. Not trying to sidetrack. This guy, he comes up. He's all super nice. Looks like the guy that would either duct tape you and throw you in the trunk of the car or... Or like a super nerd. But you're like, either direction. Either, either, either direction, like you he look innocent, but you look like you can also come. He's like, hey, I uh, saw you shopping. And I'm so airheaded. Like, I did not notice or whatever. He was like, yeah, I saw you shopping, following you around. And I just want to say you're beautiful. And I, I, you know, I gave him the whole I'm married line or whatever. That'd be my but, and so I go to check out and then security comes up on this dude. Swear to God, true story. And they're like, Check him out. And then this dude has a huge box of condoms. And I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yo, you can't. I'm not hating on men, but you definitely got to know that men think with two brains and one of them supersedes the other. Sir. Can you imagine that? And I turned around and I saw that. And I, I kept a sober face. And let me tell you something. I sped walked to my car and was like looking over my shoulder like, please, God, don't let me let this guy follow me. <laughs> But I was like, yo, he was definitely the throw you in the in the trunk of his car type. Don't you think so? He got a van. He got a van or something. This is one of them dark vans, them Scooby Doo vans. You got to watch out for them. Now you're beautiful. Okay, oh, thank you. so I thank define you. women as there's you know cute, beautiful, and they're sexy, right? I would say you're you're more a sexy. Okay, so when I think sexy, I think. I, I can't imagine because, like I said, I've seen so, some of the guests on my show, the way some men comment. And I'm like, yo, if you actually listen to the full episode, you would not be talking like this in my DMs. Mm-hmm. But I get it. You know, for sound bites, we, we you know, we position things in a, in a playful way, even on, on our snippets to obviously get people to tune into the episode. Right. But with you, you know, your rap is amazing. It is impressive. Thank you. I, I used to be the type that would be like anti- anything too sexy or judge girls but after doing eating while broke i'm like i can't do that because i can honestly say the girls that have even the risque topics that i wouldn't all the way be in support of right i'm like ah i'm sorry that chick is so dope like you know like even getting to know you and hearing your story like oh that that chick is dope that's why i'm like yo if you you guys could just get past the look and and the sound bites you can actually see the person. Right. And but, it would just do a lot for hip hop. But in your case, it's like you have the sexy, the brains, the drive. Do you ever feel like you have to, do you feel like you have to put on the sexy to be heard? Or do you feel like, is there ever going to be a place where you can tone it down? Actually, it's so funny that you say that because I just talked to my manager about this, I think it was like yesterday. I go to the studio, no makeup. I won't wear any makeup. I don't be dolled up, dressed up. I'm in sweats. And I told him the other day because when I'm in the studio, I've learned when I'm dolled up and I look good, they, they're distracted. Not, not my team, but men, they come to studio, artists, producers, they be distracted. They not taking me serious. And I find myself not getting no work done. And when I started no makeup, just coming in raw, it was like you had no choice but to hear me mm-hmm. and to work. 
Yeah. So I say those places like that are the only places that I can go. But so you, are you saying that you do feel pressure to be at least sexy yes. out in the in the public? Yes, I do. Yeah, because it's um, I remember I did this one interview and he asked me, he was like, I'm kind of offended that you didn't wear makeup to to my interview. And I was like, what? Why? And mm. he was like, because it feels like. Uh, to him, I don't take him serious or I didn't take his work serious because I didn't show up like dolled up and, you know, straight like an artist. But I was like, I'm my fit was fly. Everything was cute, hair done, whatever. I just didn't have no makeup on. Yeah. And by the way, your skin is flawless. Just so all the listeners know, because I I wear makeup. My twin's a makeup artist. And sometimes when she sees the clips online, she gets frustrated because some days I don't wear makeup. Some days I look like I'm t- I'm a new mom, you, do you know, whatever. Not need makeup. She but, does not need makeup. But I will say this though, like I can't, I was talking to my sister and she was like, I get so frustrated seeing clips of you online. And then you, sometimes you look like shit and you have a makeup artist as a sister. I'm like, yeah, back bully, whatever. But I'm looking at you, you don't need makeup for sure. But I think that's interesting that that, uh, that guy said it because it more revealed more about him than you. It it kind of offended me. Like, yeah. hold on, y'all preach about us being natural mm-hmm. and being in our own skin, and then when we not wear makeup, it's like, oh, you must not take yourself serious because look how you came. And I was I just feel like, like I'm, I'm gonna say that guy isn't a real man because real men, y'all like cellular, I, y'all like no you, makeup, I y'all had like to break hair. it down for him. Of course, I had to let him know. Oh, babe, I take myself serious, which is why I have no makeup on. Yeah. I'm comfortable in my skin. Yeah. I'm comfortable with the way that I look. I love the way that I look with or without makeup. So, you know, if you don't want to do this interview, that's fine. Hey, high five. You feel me? And uh, usually, not trying to throw shade on most of our guests, but I would say 50% of our guests show up late. You were on time, in advance. Your team was the most efficient with the follow-ups. With the making sure that everything was done, um, and I respect that, and that's why I was telling you I wanted to touch on that. I I like seeing a team that's like everyone's dotting eyes, including yourself, crossing the T's. Let's get this. Let's lock it in. Let's close the deal, and that alone deserves a, a seat at the table, you know. But it, I just I was like okay, and then listening to the music, of course. Um, but overall, like I listened to the music, thought it was great. Uh, shout outs. If you guys haven't heard, uh, heard An- Anaya Love Notes music, you should definitely check it out. You can find snippets yes. online or you can actually go on wherever you stream your music yes, and get it right. So all my music is under Anaya Love Note. Um, I just dropped a new visual for my new single, Sadiddy. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're I actually, like that, by the way. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Shout out to Will Smith. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and now we're about to drop a new single called Serial featuring AD and Casey Veggie. So I'm pretty excited. I get to give LA a uh, LA vibe because we don't really have, you know, an artist really popping right now out of LA. In my opinion, I feel like the last person that was like really it was Blueface. Oh, God. And then after that, it's, it was like. I'm anti Blueface, by the way. Just I am so you know. too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm keeping I really want Chris on on my show, though. I really love her. I I love her growth. Yeah, I love her growth. I, I just like, uh, well, I think all women, we struggle with self-love a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I feel like in, in that, like you could see little bits of yourself mm-hmm. kind of in her journey. I think what I saw in myself was the love that she had. 
like I've never like of course no no tea no shade but I have never written anything in blood to be honest or got a man's anything tatted on me to yeah, be yeah. honest but I didn't know she the, I know she got a tat I didn't know about the written blood thing yeah she wrote in her blood on his wall in his house after she broke into it and then stole the car but you know <laughs> Hey, when you love somebody, you love them. And who is anybody else to tell you otherwise? And I just felt like her love was so real. It was so genuine. And maybe his wasn't. And then it became a, a let's get to this money. And then yeah, after and that, she found herself just the love that everyone else was giving her, letting her know, like, you're beautiful. Yeah. You're, you're talented. You're smart. You don't need him. Yeah. You do this on your own. I think there was definitely a lot of probably gaslighting and manipulation on oh, his part. Yes. Usually when you see a toxic relationship, men are going to hate me for this, but I, I feel like the men lead the toxicity in the relationship because they are the leaders. So if a man starts doing Ooh. crazy stuff, then usually, I hate to say it, guys, but the woman will follow suit. If you're a healthy man, your wife, your girl or your wife will more than likely be healthy because at the end of the day, you guys unnatural or naturally are the leader of the relationship. So, like, even if you're dating a toxic girl, I've seen toxic girls turn untoxic dating the right guy. The right man. And I have been through that situation. Yeah. So, there was, we were talking a little behind the scenes about some of your relationships. There was one relationship that you said that helped you transition or, or helped you in some sort of mm-hmm. way. Um, soldier. Mm-hmm. So, soldier boy. When me and him was dating, um... To be honest, I felt like I was so focused on him. Mm-hmm. Like anytime he'd be like, hey, what you doing? Pull up. I'd drop what I was doing and pull up. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said it helped me is because it taught me in this industry, one, it don't matter if a man has money or no money. Men are men mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so what I learned was when I was focused on him, I should have been focused on myself. Mm-hmm. Anytime I would pull up and he's recording, just knocking out songs back mm-hmm. to back to back. And I'm sitting here, sitting here watching him do it. I should have been working. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And he knew you were a recording artist. Yeah. Did he support your music? Yeah. Actually, he allowed me to um, direct and choreograph Make It Clap. Mm-hmm. The first one and the second one with French Montana. Okay. So, but the way that I am, I don't never try to do business mm-hmm. and personal. I don't really care who you are mm-hmm. because I want to say I came up and I earned it myself. Yeah, yeah of course. I don't I don't ever want nobody to say only reason why she made it is cuz so and so. Yeah. That would just be a slap in the face for everything that I went through. Mm-hmm. Um but with Soldier it was like I'd come, he'd play his music, we'd be dancing in the living room and I could tell how much he loved what he did. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could also think of on the side was damn girl, you need to be in the studio. Yeah. Like you need to be working. Yeah. You need, to, of, you need to be there for you yeah. as much. Yeah. And, I had to learn that the hard way. And too. I kept finding it as a, a distraction. Eventually, like, man, it broke me. So me and him had our situation, which led us to no longer dating, but it really did break me. Like, Soldier broke me and he built me at the same time. Like, he built me to be a better me. And what to do you be mean stronger. by broke you, though? Broke me as in, um, I, he was like one of the first 
celebs, I mm-hmm. guess, yeah. that I dated and broke me as in I started losing myself, mm-hmm. just losing myself within him. Mm-hmm. Every time he would call, I'd answer. Mm-hmm. Anytime he wanted me to pull up, I'd drop what I was doing. Anytime he wasn't answering the phone, I'm, why are you not answering the phone? And what are you doing? Who you with? Like, and that's not me. Like, that's mm-hmm. not who I am naturally as a woman. So I just found myself becoming somebody that I was not yeah. trying to please him, knowing like I'm looking on the shade room, you posted up with this shorty. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you posted up with this girl. You posted did you up with feel this girl. comfortable saying stuff about it or did you just I let did. it slide? I, one time we got into it and I, I was yelling and he got mad at me because I yelled at him in his house. <laughs> and I was just like, you over here posted with this girl in the shade room and, and da, 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 da. And he's like, that girl wanted to take a picture. So I posted, you could have, you know, if you wanted to take a picture, we could have took a picture. I respect your privacy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not about to be out here. Oh, babe, let's take a picture so I can post it and go yeah. in the shade room. I don't care enough to do that. Yeah. So by me seeing the type of women you were, and I'm looking at me like, you know, and I'm I'm a I'm gonna keep it transparent because I don't care. When before Make It Clap came out, I was sleeping on the floor with you in your big ass mansion. Mm-hmm. When you had a small couch, mm-hmm. and my foot was one way and his feet was the other way, before he had got a bed in his crib. I'm sleeping in this big ass mansion with you on this small ass couch. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was this is me testing myself if I ride or die. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you got some women, oh, you ain't got a bet? I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm like, I don't care. But now, this is during Soldiers. Cause Soldier this is before start- Make It, this is when he was just making Make It Clap. But how, because Soldier came out when he was like 17. Yes. So that was after Make It Clap. This was like, Right before I met Soldier, like in 2020, Okay, so yeah, this is way after. Because mm-hmm. Soldier's career, Soldier, I feel like Soldier's career is so long. Like most people that have a long career, it's like you ride the waves of success and failure. And, yeah, success and you and up and down, up and yeah. down. And around that time, he was about just about to, to get back up. Yes. Okay. And yeah. but it was still where he was yeah. where he was at and so for me I, I just didn't care I'm gonna sleep on this floor with you if I got to yeah yeah you ain't got no bed I don't give a damn babe let's hop on this couch yeah so, so you were like old school with the ride or die yeah and it kind of I, I do blame hip hop for the ride or die Eric for a lot of us women that grew up in that like oh you want to be the ride or die for your guy because looking back now like that is Definitely toxic. Oh, my God. I just realized we didn't even try your nachos. Hold up. We got to try some of these nachos. Sorry. It's I'm going to grab some of the chips, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to put some on top. Do you want to use that wooden spoon? Yeah. I'm like sitting here all in your story. <laughs> we didn't even try these. We have to try these. Um, these beautiful mama nachos. So Look you guys know uh, one of our previous guests did have nachos on the show. So, uh. I will be comparing nachos. And you got to be like very honest. I'm going to tell you, Norm Steele's had Dorito nacho chips. See, he had Dorito nacho (laughs) (laughs) chips. I saw that like, oh, was that a good one? He had Dorito nachos. He had the the, the actual Doritos chips. Oh, he took it there with the Doritos. Yeah, so I feel like you're going to be up. That's cheating because that's like giving real flavor though. Like you... (laughs) 
That's real flavor. You feel? Oh. I will say this though. He had a lot more ingredients, so is it may be comparing apples to tomatoes or whatever? Because definitely this had very limited. But let's go ahead and try this. Now, Mama, no Mama Nachos ain't never failed. Mama Nachos, Anaya Mama Nachos. Hmm. Pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It definitely tastes different and new with the turkey meat. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't like it? I like it. I like it with the turkey meat. I was going to say. I normally use the red meat, but this tastes really good with the turkey meat. And then on top of that, this right here is not too bad. It's not the season that I normally use, but this actually came out really good. So kudos to you. Okay, thank you. If I see anybody with this in their cabinet, now I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Because I, I really thought it was just more like onions and stuff. I will say, I want to try it with the chilies on it. The chip with the chilies. Mm. Not that bad though, right? Well done. I think Velveeta cheese, I think it's salty, right? The, is that what's giving it a little salty? Actually, it's this. How you gonna compliment it? <laughs> Take it away. I ain't gonna lie. This one gave it a little bit of salt because it, it, it's, it's definitely saltier. It does. I thought it I was the Velveeta though. Oh no 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 no! I I didn't know how much to honestly use this because I'd never used it before. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I used a little bit too much. Um, so stick to the just, the original all purpose seasoning. That's what I grew up on. This is a today's learning situation. So. Okay, so I, may have, I may have messed up your dish a little bit, but no, nope, it's still good, good though. Still good. Okay, wait. I'm gonna try not to eat all Who, of my. Who's better? I know what she gonna say. She gonna say her the, the Dorito nachos. Just go. <laughs> Them Dorito nachos was hitting, girl. I'm sorry. He cheated. It's all Look, right. This is what I will say. Norm's nachos. Shout out to Norm Steele. Was better, but. Technically, he had way more ingredients, and he had luxury ingredients because this Doritos. this is a tort regular tortilla chips. Doritos are like way more. So if you're on a budget, this works fine. But between y'all, girl, you better get Norm's uh, recipe. I was just about to say you took the words right out of my mouth. I was about to say I'm gonna get his recipe. Get his recipe because uh, his nachos by far were now. Norm's look, honey, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm about to. You know, he has Gangsta Chronicles. We should have you on his podcast. I got to go on there. I'll so, do an intro. So I can bring my nachos and be like, look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does Gangsta Chronicles. You fit right in there. I would love that. Yeah, I think you'd be good. Gangsta. Damn, I didn't mean to cut off <laughs> in the middle of soldiers in your relationship. But um, but no, these nachos are really good. I, I was like so caught up in the story that I... um. Heard a random sound. I was so caught up in the story that I forgot about the meal. Surprisingly, I don't know how that happened. It'd be like that. The tea be good. The tea be good. The tea be good. Um, is there any other milestones that you hit that were like kind of a little harder to overcome or you kind of stalled out a little bit? Um, honestly, I think being out here in L.A., it was a one point where as a black woman, I just didn't know how to maneuver because certain doors are more so for like women of lighter color. Yeah. Um, men flock to more lighter color women. Mm -hmm. So 
when I came out here, I felt like the most thing that I struggled with was just self-love at one point mm -hmm. because I see how people can say LA can eat you alive if you mm -hmm. don't know who you are. Yeah. And just losing myself, dealing with that. And then I'm trying to get in certain doors, mm -hmm. but it's like, dang, I'm tired of everyone trying to sleep with me, but I'm the black girl of the group. Yep. And I just feel like I really had to find myself. How do you curb? Um, I still struggle with this, but when I was younger, when I first moved to L.A., I definitely used my looks to get in the doors. And then I would swear on my brains to keep me there. Um, and it was a hard battle. And that's why I said I, I became the unapproachable, like the F.U. Tim Warren girl. Mm -hmm. I, I have a fat booty for everybody that doesn't know. So feel me. But um, but uh, but as long as I'm in the one three club, like one thirties club, it's not too outrageous. But usually I'm about one fifty. So I'm like thick. So I would always wear like whatever I can to cover you know, but still, you can't, you can only hide that so much. You from New York. They all got um, real booties at night. <laughs> but, um, but I did use looks for a long time to get in the door, and that's how the industry is. But even in, in that, I still, every once in a while, will come across, like, someone that I do want to work with. And then, like, obviously, from my history of being in the entertainment, like, you could tell when a guy's trying to fuck. Like, mm -hmm. even if they're trying to bleed cool, you, like, you can tell little yep. things. How are you able to still curb those? Because I still struggle to the point where I'm like, fuck, man, I just want to just keep it real. Well, those is hard because it really just depends. Like if it's somebody I really, really want to work with. And they just see you as. Right. Half the time I'll just like laugh it off. Like, oh, OK, you're but so how funny. Do you get past it because I can't seem to. I, I'll I'm, tell you right now. I can't. And I'm, a, we, I'm, now I'm, I'm the thing. Front. I'm going to tell you. I, I can't. There's I'm certain so people I'm like, upfront. Oh. I am so upfront and I do not apologize for it. Instantly, I'm be like, look, I came to work. So if you want anything else past what I'm trying to do, I'm just letting you know right now, like, I came to work. And then once they cut the bridge, you're, you're cool with it. Right. The now, at that point, it's like, yeah, no, let's work. Let's get it in. Like the, But what if they say that and then you never say Then I just be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I understand. And I just okay. let it go. So. I just let it go because I think I had one person tell me one time, he was like, never say what you wouldn't do. And I was like, what you mean? And he was like, if Drake wanted to fuck and, you know, for a feature, would you? I said, you not Drake. Let's and, just and, get that out the way. And second of all, it really, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You know what? Let's go back to the first one. You ain't Drake. Okay. Because let me <laughs> tell you something. I don't know. I haven't seen Drake in person. I don't. I don't do light skin, by the way. I don't do. I don't, I don't, I don't light skin. I don't like light skin because I'm mixed, and I'll tell you right now. Anybody that looks like my brother, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like if you got the curly hair, like you know the mulatto, mm -hmm. the curls. If you don't have like the fro or like can have a fade, like nah. But I don't really mess with. There's like literally one light skin dude I like my whole life, but that's it. Like, Dark skins get me in trouble. I love dark Light skin. skins. I could deal with you because I know there's no future. But but saying that if you were Drake for a feature, I'm like, come on, man. You got like Drake talent. I'm then like, you yeah. have maybe Drake ain't the worst looking dude. Yeah. I would maybe give Drake a pass. I mean, you feel me? Because in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, to be honest with you. Yeah, come on, man. Me getting that feature would do way more for me <laughs> <laughs> than anything else. But at the same time, it's like, dang, the way that you think that, though, like it's, it was just the conversation alone and his mind frame of the way he he was thinking alone just made me be like man this is a real industry mess yeah this yeah. is real industry mess and i don't care oh my god oh it burns me up when a man is very arrogant 
and goes down the list of things and people that he know. And that is your reasoning for fucking with him. Oh, oh, that happens all the time in the industry. It's so annoying. They'll be like, you don't know how great I am. Let me show you some shit. You're missing out. Like You just passed up on a good thing. And I know this person. I could really do something for your dream. And I'd be like, bye. If you got to tell me all of that. Then you really probably not that dude. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Now you've been in LA for how long now? I'm going on five years. Five years. Mm-hmm. And you're ready. You're ready to keep going. Whew, honestly, I dropped out for ten years. I'm not even gonna lie. I took a ten year hiatus. I think I'm ready to explore somewhere new. Honestly, but I honestly think me moving around comes from just being in foster care. Mm-hmm. I just staying somewhere for a certain long time i i can honestly say i don't know where i would make home okay i i I agree with that like i I sometimes think about that i own a house here i bought it a long time ago so i'm keeping it because equity in la is amazing and it's almost paid off so it's gonna be my i feel like it's gonna be my cali home but i think my real home is gonna be in another city that i can afford um that you know just gives us more bang for our buck they do um Oh, they, why do I keep spacing on this? Um, but I wanted to ask you, are you in a relationship? Are you, da- do you no. date guys, girls? No. I have to ask this now. Uh, I know, right? But no, I do not date girls. I'm strictly for the penis. You know what I mean? And Quinn and I just had this conversation the other day. But right a threesome way? every now and then. Really? I ain't against that. I'm not against really? it. Really? Uh, yeah, but I'm will you touch the girl? That. No. You, okay, so my twin and I had this conversation, true story. We had this conversation, and I was like, yeah, my husband, he's a hoe. Like, I'm legit married a whore. Like, these, it's it terrible, it okay? at this point. Yeah, I already married him. So, I mean, it's either divorce or you're married to a whore. So, anyways, um, my sister was like, well, would you ever consider a threesome? And I was like, uh, Rebecca, like, I'm so not gay. Like, I could tell a beautiful girl. But that's where it stops. Exactly. Like, I'm not trying to do nothing with you. And like, that's where my threesomes kind of, kind of like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, because I honestly just went through a situation not too long ago. Oh, my gosh. It was the worst situation ever in life history. Um, So I get flown out and then. It was the guy's birthday, and I, I had been talking to him for, like, a good minute, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, like, eight months, and I'm like, okay, it's your birthday. He's like, you want to have a threesome? And I'm like, okay, Ben, I'm down. He brings the shorty down. Me and this girl argued the entire trip. <laughs> there was no threesome. It was simply just fussing and fighting and arguing. What were y'all arguing about? It's like when he would like be with me, she'd get pissed, and then when Wait, I see while, while y'all were yeah, together, like we like all we, in we all in, we all in this one so place like, away for his birthday. Him, and then she snaps. She's like, yeah, nah, she she walks in the room and she's like. I'm just going to go sit outside. I'm just going to wait outside. And I'm just like going to sleep. out. I don't want to sleep in a bed. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. We came out here for a weekend. It's a weekend. It's one of those weekends that you know what it is. And then when you leave, you go about your day. Yeah. I didn't get anything that I wanted because I was too busy and he was too busy and everybody else was too busy babysitting feelings. And that's one of those things that pissed me off because I'm not gay. So for her, her she is. She likes girls. Okay. And I don't like girls. So her argument was, well, what would I do with you and a threesome? Like, and I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I don't like head. I don't like head. You I don't, don't like giving it or receiving it? I don't it. like receiving it. 
So I don't want it from a man and I don't want it from a woman. I don't want it. So her mind was, I'm so then what say, would we do? You haven't had it done Everybody says right. that. Because I'll tell you, once you have it done right, one, whoever did it right probably owns you. No. For the rest of their life. I hate to say it. I, I, I promise you, like, 90% of the reason why I buried my husband what was probably the head. I ain't even gonna lie. I, it was, I, I'm not gonna say it was the best decision, but I'm gonna say that shit tipped the scale for me. See, you know the thing about this? I had it to the point where I was like, okay, now I know what women be talking about. But I'm just, it's just not a thing for me. No, 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 no. You're not hearing me. It has to be like that. It has to be. Like, there's, there's okay, there's that, the C plus, the B plus head. But then there's the the head that's like a one oh. unresistible can't. Yes, have. and then you think to yourself, well, this person can't possibly do it again. And then once they do it again and do it again, you're like, wait a minute. And see, I've I'm I've, I've I've cut off a lot of that. It's like men be like, let me get. You. Yeah, no. I won't let dudes try it because I'm like, if you fail, I mean, I'm forever I'm, gonna be fucked um, in my head. Like, exactly I don't want I you to feel. keep trying to get it right on me. Got, I'm not to, that's how I was with my husband. I was like, he was like, you don't want. I was like, nah, man, because if you fuck it up. Then I'm 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 scarred, I'm, I, and I don't ever want to try again. That's so, exactly yeah. why I think I am the way I am. When I lost my virginity and I first got head, it was so horrible. It was just so bad. I wasn't even sure if that was exactly how it was supposed to go. I just knew this is not for me. That's how I, I will never <laughs> try this again. This is not it. Did this just bite me? Like. <laughs> No, you know what? Oh, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. nibbling for? <laughs> what is this? Am I supposed to feel teeth? Like, no, no. I it was you, bad. Yeah, and once you have those experiences, like I promise you, it wasn't until like a couple years ago that I did it. Not that every listen, I promise everyone's never going to see me the same after this, but the truth of the matter is once it's done right, and when I say right, not you know, because even with me, I was skeptical. Was, okay, this nigga, maybe, maybe it was a random unicorn. But then there was consistency. And I said, oh, shit. Hold on, wait a minute. Well, shit. Yeah. Okay. We're going to yeah. Right, try this again. <laughs> Bye, I'm go around to. We might. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you want me to marry I'm where, where, do where, do I <laughs> where do I sign exactly? You said there's that line right here. Oh, okay, I do. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Worry about it. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. No prenup needed. No, no prenup. prenup. I got you. I got you. You got me. We're I got good. you. We good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, my downside is I married a whore, so you know, he had experience. See. And I've yet to even let, I think I meet a guy and I'd be like instantly, nope, I don't want it. Yeah, you very well that's could be, you very well could be amazing. You very well could be the one I needed to change my whole life. But because I'm so scarred off of it, I won't even let you attempt it. Nah, that's, off of the fear of what you said, like it being so bad. That's how I was by the time I got to my husband. But then my homegirl was like, Co. I think what it really is, that you scared he go do it so good, you're going to hand him your debit cards. And I said, bitch. <laughs> Shut up. But then I was like, well, maybe she got a point. Like, what if it's good? Don't worry about it, babe. I'll buy lunch today. Yeah, and dinner. Don't worry about it. Here's the card. I was like, cha-ching. Take the card. <laughs> you said you was going to food. My treat. My treat. It's my treat today. My treat. It's on the house. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just too scared yeah, to Yeah, you got scarred. And I, I guarantee you I spent, like, I mean, I lost my virginity late. But I definitely will say that up until my husband, everybody was trash. So. And that was her argument. She was like, what would I do in a threesome? You want you don't even like head. 
And I was like, I, I'll tell you though, my Twitter admitted to going down on a girl. <laughs> she said she was scarred for life. She just went scarred. She can't do it ever again. Certain things I just will not, not do. do. <laughs> After I heard okay. her story, I said, I'm good. Never. Oh, I've heard plenty of those stories. And yeah. I'm just like, nah. Nah, if you're nope. straight, stay straight. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think that my straightness stops there. Like, we could do just threesome, but, but I have I don't get it. What are you going to do in a threesome? So, see, this, that's what I was trying to tell her. You know, there's a lot of things that you could do besides you giving me, you don't gotta give me a hat. You give what are you gonna do? Kiss her? There's, yeah. And That's what she was gonna there's, do? There's a lot of things, other things. Like you what? Know, there's like toys and, you You're know. You're hilarious. It's just like, me, as me, long as we don't touch, I we're don't, good. You know, I, as long as you don't, you don't put your mouth down there and I'm not putting my mouth on you down there, that's fine. But we both can give him head. Like, we, You're hilarious. We, we can give him head at the same time You're if hilarious. you want. You're hilarious. Just say, just say you're not doing threesomes. Own it. It's okay. No, because. <laughs> it's okay. I tell, I tell you right now, I don't do threesomes. I don't do nothing Would with no woman. Would it be better if I let him give me head Listen, and just not her? When like, a guy offers me a threesome, I say, okay, you want to offer a straight person a threesome. How about I offer you a man and know you're not gay and tell me how you feel about maybe it? Maybe I am at fault. Maybe maybe it is you're, my fault. No, it's just that you're not into women. I just felt like if you's a freak, you could come up with multiple things to do besides just that one little thing. Does that one little thing really separate it from being a threesome or not? Bruh, if you're not into women, just own it. Own Anaya Love Note do not is like not me. into women sexually, okay? I will, I will kiss a girl. I kissed a girl and she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um... I just want to say I'm I'm so happy we got together. You are. I was doing that. <laughs> just so you know, our waters aren't water. They're uh, aloe vera juice, and it has pulp in it. So it That's what I was. Just I did. <laughs> I did that same thing. I was like, flip <laughs> it up. Yeah. <laughs> it looks funny when you because I saw yours come back. <laughs> But no, it's uh, uh, you're still trying to talk to me. Yeah, yeah, it's aloe vera juice, but there's pulp in it. So if you see us like. Choking or but it's so kinda, good. It's so good. Um, but shout outs to you for coming down here. You're a breath of fresh air. I hope you could be called a home girl now because you are definitely funny. Yes. yes. And now we we have one thing for sure in common, which is we not into, can we agree that we just we not we're, into straight. Women. we're straight. We're straight. We're, we're straight. straight. I think society puts a lot of pressure on women right now mm -hmm. with this whole, you know, LGBTQ, you know, everyone's yep. being open and accepting and the freak is the new thing, but I think it's perfectly okay. And I learned this with my husband. Like, my husband's a whore. Mm. I'm not a whore. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll be like, this sucks. I feel like a nerd, you know? Right. But it's like, yo, I can't change who I am. And, right. and I just got to own, like, who I am and who he is mm -hmm. are, are two different people. Especially just being in this industry because yeah. in this industry, you're going to have to deal with men who deals with a lot of other women. And so it's kind of like, I think that's where that comes from because... I don't want him out here with everybody else. So maybe I should, you know, like yeah. some females and then bring her in a bedroom. So he'd feel like he ain't got to go looking for nowhere else. My girl, like girls, what else? I but it's just like it's a it's a it's a point that if you start from that yeah. point forward, you really got to find an exit plan because then it becomes without you. Then mm -hmm. it's the same. It's the same shit yeah. you would have dealt with regardless if you did it or you didn't do it. I think it, it all boils down to like just owning who you are. Like, like I said, like I'll tell my husband knows I 
you can't pay me to be with a woman. It just ain't gonna happen. But I could tell a beautiful girl from a mile away. I just, you know, I think women are just naturally beautiful. It's hard for me to see an ugly woman, to be honest. Because mm, every woman, I'll be like, I can see the beauty in her. I done seen a few of them. <laughs> in my mind, I'd be like, are you sure you're human? There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. All right. I don't care what you say. So what are the next milestones for you? Um, Just putting out new music. Honestly, I want next year to be me living fully out my dreams. Mm -hmm. I want to be where I said I was going to be this year. Um, shout out to my new management, Kyle and, and Nato. They are so awesome. And just being in a, a room where I'm taken serious mm -hmm. um, and where it's like, we laugh, we joke. Mm -hmm. I've never really had management to where it was like that mm -hmm. and where I felt like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm making the right steps. I'm with the real deal now. This is the real deal. So I can't mess up. Yeah. And you don't have any day jobs. You're a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Just artists. So you're making your money off music and music and, and social media and social media. Mm -hmm. Because you have brand deals or? Yeah. So I do sponsor deals. I'm sponsored by Bel Air. Shout out to them. Mm -hmm. um, and then just being on like a camp influencer campaign. So I get paid from like posting, branding, mm -hmm. sponsorships. I just got on this new app called Bego, And you make money just from going live. Just being on live all day. Ching, 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 ching. Okay, and then okay. like you cash app. So a lot of everything that um, my money comes from is. Music and social media. Wow. Okay. So you're 100% entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So, okay. That's amazing. I think that's a huge milestone in and of itself because living in LA, you'll see a lot of artists are still struggling to be 100% all in. Yeah. And that is still a thing. I don't want nobody to confuse it. You know, I don't have it all together. I never, ever want anyone to assume, which they do, because that's all that we give is positivity. On social media, yeah. Um. But I'm still figuring it out and I'm still getting there and my dreams are still being worked on. So it's just a uh, just keep going. Yeah. And then just so you guys know, uh, I, I don't know. Ex I, I can't fully pinpoint. I'm not inside your life to know where you are in, in your career. But the thing that stands out the most for me when it comes to you is the tenacity, the openness. Um, but more importantly, the drive. OK, like this. Like I said, your team was so thorough. I have probably had the craziest schedule the last couple of weeks, but the thoroughness just shows how how hard you're working to to like, we're going to conquer this stone. That's it. Okay, we got that stone out of the way. Let's go after this stone. And I think that's why you're at this table and it's a pleasure to have you. And everyone go Anaya Love Note. You can follow her on Instagram. Is there anything else like I'm missing? Like, I know there's all these platforms. Follow that name. But honestly, the, the name, you just type that in and it'll, everything will come up. Okay, yeah. Just one stop shop. Listen to our music. Sididi. Yes, okay. Because Sididi is going crazy. And you know what? I, shout out to everyone that was a part of Sididi. Um, all the writers, everyone just video shoot the girls. I just am so in love with that song. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Peace.
For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.